0: Hello. Hey there. So it's just Rob and Anne Marie. It's Rob and Anne Marie. And we're just talking. It's January first, two thousand eighteen, and yesterday we were talking about like, does God make mistakes? Do we feel like sometimes, like what we're going through is not what it's supposed to be? It's an accident, and maybe God just like messed up. Mm-hmm. Remember.
1: Yeah, and this is all based off a conversation we had last night of feelings and thoughts that I have is mostly brought on by people saying like, oh, you guys are such great parents. You guys are doing a wonderful job. When in reality, I don't really see that. Um, Yes, we do a lot. Yes, we love our daughter. But I don't really see that as being great. I just see that as doing. And with all this talk of being great and being exceptional, I I look at some of the daily things that we go through and maybe in ways where I'm not the great dad um, that a lot of people make me out to be. And I wonder just of, did God get that wrong? Like, (sighs) yes, I just yelled at my daughter because she did something, insert thing that she did. And um, I look at that and I go, wait a minute, would Reagan be better somewhere else? Would that be, I don't know.
0: Yeah, and I just said, you know, I don't think God makes mistakes, clearly. Like, we both don't think God makes mistakes.
1: No, I can clearly see how, you No, know, God has definitely placed her in our life, and we're definitely doing more for her than I think most would. But, I don't know, I think those thoughts stem from, thoughts of inadequacy of just not being enough or, I don't know. I think I'm, I'm not alone in that struggle.
0: Well, I think you also said, you know, if people put us up on this pedestal, I'm just, I'm just destined to... Not meet the
1: expectations of those people.
0: Yeah, right. I'm destined to fail. I'm destined to, you know, just like disappoint them or whatever. And this morning I was reading a book and um, just something caught my my thought and it was, you know, just how we're persevering. You know, when people tell you, Oh, you guys are just doing such great things and you, you always say, No, we're just committed and we're just doing. And that's it. Like we just keep moving forward. And the verse um is Romans, well the chapter Romans five, and it just starts talking about perseverance and character and, and how, you know, that develops Hope and all of that stuff. And sometimes you and I feel like a little bit hopeless. Mm -hmm. And we kind of dissected it this morning as far as, well, we're currently persevering. And in the character building phase, which is really painful sometimes. It's like that show we watch, Forged in Fire. (laughs) You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. What do they do? They like get this piece of metal and...
1: They heat it up. They use a hammer. They bang it around. Yeah, they have to shape it. Mm-hmm.
0: And they put it in this fire, and sometimes it's just like not going well. The quench. Oh, when they. Isn't that in the oil?
1: It is in the oil, yeah.
0: So they have to get it super hot to this certain degree.
1: Mm-hmm. And then they shape it with their hammer. Okay. And then once they get it to the design that they like, then they put it in the oil to and, cool it down. And that's called the quench. Right, which I guess hardens the metal. I'm no
0: blacksmith. Right, we just watch it and mm-hmm. we bet on who we think is going to win. That's correct. (laughs) But sometimes when it comes out of the quench, it's like bent and it's not the right shape. Mm -hmm. And it's like they think that they're there. Tracks,
1: there's warps.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They think that they're there like where they need to be. They've like developed the character essentially. Mm -hmm. And then they put it in the quench and it's like, oh, this is not what I thought it was going to be. And I feel like that is the constant process that we're in in our life stage right now. Mm-hmm. Like we're always being like quenched and then it's like, nope, not quite right back in the fire and how there's those, that verse in the Bible just talks about iron sharpens iron. And God is always talking about how he's, you know, putting you in the fire to shape you and build your character. And I just feel like that's where we've been for years. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah.
1: I think that, um, we've been taking more analogies from that show um part of that quenching is to harden the steel and they have to test it and sometimes they come out yeah. and they test it and it's like oh it's not hard enough back in the fire for more heat yeah um and even then when they get it all hard then they have to go and they have to put it on the grinder and then there's sparks flying and all of that cuz they've got a oh my gosh yes that. and then they as they uncover with a the grinding, they're like, oh, here's some cracks. Now we've got to fix these types of things. Oh my There's gosh.
0: Like... Yes. That is what God is always doing in our life. <laughs> you know, you're like, I'm doing good. I'm doing so good. We yell at our daughter. We're like, oh, wow, look at that crack. It goes from top to bottom. We are the worst. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where I think you then get that thought of, did God make a mistake? Like, are we truly the right parents for Reagan? And I just personally can't even think that way. I just think God knows what he's doing and yeah. I default to him. But it's not uncommon, I feel like, to, for anybody to have those thoughts of like, this is not where I thought I was going to be. I don't know what God is doing. And you can kind of feel that hopelessness.
1: Yeah, and I think that thought process erodes to kind of what, what I think most often of just like, oh, you're not enough in this circumstance. You're not enough of a fill in the blank, mm-hmm. whatever that is. And then when put up on a pedestal, then if you have those feelings and you're like, I'm going to be found out as being a fraud.
0: Yeah. You're up on this pedestal that people have put you on because they see the hard life that you're living and you're like looking down going, gosh, I really hope I don't fall, but I know I'm going to. I fall all the time. I can't live up to this standard. Yeah. I mean, nobody can. I don't know. I think that maybe what draws people to our story, like we were talking about this morning, is... Mm. You know, everybody knows that we went through infertility, because one day I just decided to do that video, and I'm like, I can't, I can't keep up this facade, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's hard, and here it is.
1: Yeah, we talk about our struggles.
0: We talk about them, and so everybody knew we were going to pursue adoption, Mm -hmm. and then we adopt Reagan. And, and everybody—that should be
1: that, the happy ending to the story. And that,
0: right? That should be the fairy tale ending. Right. That's what our therapist said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then a couple days later, she gets this insane diagnosis, and it's—you know—we're living on pins and needles, trying to keep her healthy. We one walk on the eggshells. Yeah, one sickness can catapult our whole life into mm-hmm. disorder and disarray, and can seem like you know it's just a product of the of being in a fallen world, like mm-hmm. we say. And so, yeah, when Reagan got sick, our whole group of people that know us were just kind of peering in, watching, like, what are they going to do? And because we talk about it, you know, they were able to watch it unfold. And when doctors said, you know, she's never going to do anything, and we go home with this 13-month-old who can do less than an infant because she wasn't even able to Suck. Milk. Eat. Nothing. her head
1: up, anything.
0: Nothing. And she was almost walking. And so when your whole world... talking. Oh, she was... Yeah, eating. Yeah. And all of those things. Yeah, she was typical on the track. She was meeting milestones on time or ahead of time. Mm-hmm. And that was so devastating. And that's been, what, three and a half years? Mm-hmm. And you think, like, God... What are you doing? Like why did you do this? And what is the purpose? And you we don't have hope. You're you're just hopeless. Mm-hmm. And looking back though, it's easier to see, not easy, but that that was God putting us in a fire and saying, I'm producing something different now. We're mm-hmm. changing
1: course. Yeah, which side so note, I didn't really appreciate it.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> That kind of sucked. (laughs) That was very hard. It still does suck. Yeah, sometimes It still is very hard. Yeah. Yeah.
1: We don't get a choice in the matter, as God clearly demonstrates every day.
0: Yeah, no, we don't get a choice in necessarily the path, but in how we walk it. That's our choice. Well, we
1: get a choice in walking it, too. That's the only choice I have, or we have, really. Like, when people say, oh, how amazing you guys are, it's like, no. I'm just committed to doing this.
0: Yeah, I'm just walking the path that's laid in front of me, and I can either walk it honestly. Yeah, I can walk it honestly and with some sort of grace, like (laughs) Elaine on Seinfeld barely has grace. You know, I feel like we barely have grace walking the path, or we could just give up, Mm -hmm. which honestly, some days you, you know, it's like, hey, it's 4 p.m. And I'm but I'm done for the day. I've given this day all I've got, mm-hmm. you know. And then maybe you muster up strength to read a bedtime story. But we're basically collapsing to the finish line. And that's something we talked about earlier this year too. Is like not just existing,
1: right.
0: but like living fully and abundantly the life that God has given to us, even though it's hard and mm-hmm. not what we thought. There's there's definitely more to our life than just you know being special needs parents
1: right and earlier this year we heard i don't remember where or who but there was the three-word phrase that sticks out in my mind of persistence erodes
0: resistance oh yeah was that a ucf commencement ceremony oh yeah there you go remember by a politician high fives republicans oh (laughs) cut that out (laughs) (laughs) nobody wants to be a republican nowadays (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> but still like he, he said like all this isn't all you have to do but when you meet resistance you just have to persevere through it and yeah. that's what I feel like we've been doing for three and a half years and yeah. that is not easy like we literally are banging our head up against the wall sometimes
0: yeah and um, I feel like you just have to continue <clears throat> doing that even though it doesn't always make sense sometimes like you it's like a relay, you know, you, you go mm-hmm. up a little bit, you hand off the baton. It's like you're further along than you were, but you're still running this right. race, you know, and it's like never going to end. And sometimes you're walking, and sometimes you're sprinting, and sometimes you're running. But, you know, God always gives you the strength to do what's necessary that's right in front of you, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I can't look 10 years down the road and think, what's that going to look like when Reagan is 15? You know, Is she going to be talking to us? Is she going to be more self-sufficient? Or I just have to look at, okay, look at how far we've come. And she could do these things, which we were never guaranteed when we left the hospital.
1: Yes, and it's, it's, it's good to look at that. It's still good to look at the future. I mean, it's still good to have the hope and the dreams, but not to hold on to them because <clears throat> as God's clearly shown us, like, yeah, you can plan everything in the world, but i got a different path in store for you.
0: Oh, yeah, that's a verse in Proverbs somewhere. Like, man plans his course, but God directs his steps. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I mean, God totally directs your steps, especially if you're listening to him. I mean, I don't want to take any more detours, <laughs> you know. But, like, like we've talked about this. We think, oh, my gosh, this is such a detour, this path that we're on. But, no, it's like, It's, yeah, it's the way the way. It's yeah. the way. Anyway, we're just talking here, Rob and Marie. We thought we would record ourselves and give you guys a little glimpse into what it's like at our at our table when we have coffee in the morning. And hopefully you've and enjoyed it. When,
1: this is when we have coffee in the morning without our daughter. Here. Yeah because she's... as you can tell there's there's no noise in the background.
0: No. Oh, it'd be like a war zone. <laughs> Pots and pans banging and <sighs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's uh she's at Mame's house mm-hmm. well we call her mimi but reagan can say Mame, so it's kind of changing somehow we're french we're french i am french actually oh. uh, my mom's not but you know she might be for the purpose of the relationship with reagan and her so anyways hope you've enjoyed our chat and uh this is episode one we're just talking